Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to another episode of the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and in today's show, we're going to be talking about the recent SRFC player news. We're waiting for it for a while, but now we have a general idea of the players that will be returning to the squad next season and some that we are very sad to see go away. And, you know, we'll be discussing that here today. We're also going to be talking about some of our World Cup uh, champion picks. How are they doing? It's looking like Jared against me will be the matchup for the quarterfinals. And uh, Sharon has a good shot at being in, in the semifinals, I think. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce Sharon and Jared. First, let's go all the way over to Elk Grove. How's it going, Sharon? Hey, it's all going good. Listen, I, I hope we get to see some more player sightings here in this beautiful city of ours. Um, you know, because the guys are on off season and they're hanging out, and they're doing stuff. So it's like, can't wait to see more players. And Jared, how you doing there in Arizona? Right now, I'm feeling like a SpongeBob the SquarePants episode because I can I can say finally, finally, the box has finally arrived. We're going to get to that later on. But also, we definitely got to dive into uh, some of the uh, news around the USL League, as well as uh, new news for, from Republic FC today about, about uh, a re-signing. So we'll go into that as well. Luis, how are you doing? Wait, before you go there, re-signing is just uh, with a hyphen, not resigning. Re-signing is <laughs> yes, so fabulous. And they they. They signed on to another year, not not quitting, signed on well, actually more than one year, I should say. Exactly. It's multiples. And and I, I know you guys saw literally my breath of relief or letting uh, exhale. But anyhow, I know Luis is going to talk a little bit about it right now. So I wanted to steal his thunder just a tiny bit. Sorry about that, Luis. <laughs> but, you know, I always do that to you because we're Libras and that's how we roll. OK, your turn. I know. Right. But but, you know, now that you guys mentioned that. It does make such a difference to put a hyphen, and I'll put a hyphen, and it's so crazy because it sounds like the same way, right? But it means completely different things, and yeah, we're glad that there was a hyphen <laughs> in today's news because we were a little worried there, and you know, of course, they had to confirm it. But yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, and I know this isn't a basketball podcast, but I have to say, light the beam. It was really awesome light. to be able to see it yesterday in person and as jared pointed out on on a tweet it looks like you know state of the republic going to king's games this season is bringing some podcast magic so sharon we need you to go to sack king's game this season so there could be more light the beam moments there and you can experience that too we need the hat trick (laughs) i need the hat trick yeah okay well pressure's on um (laughs) so you guys, I, I I know that we have a lot of friends, you know, here and there, people that work for the Kings and people who work for the Republic that can kind of figure out how to score us a couple tickets. So let me just put it out there. You know, if anybody has a couple floating around for, I don't care, it can be a day game or it can be a Wednesday night game as long as, you know, whatever. I'll take them. I swear to goodness, I will take two and I will have the best time of my life. I promise you. And I will definitely buy the expensive drinks. Well, every drink at the, at that arena is expensive. Kind of reminds me of Sack Republic. Oh, ouch. Sorry. <laughs> or crypto.com arena with the, with the beers being $18 each. Yoinks. Ooh. 
Wow. Don't say that out loud because all of a sudden SAC Provoke will be like, oh, hey, maybe we could charge $18. Well, it's not SAC. It's ovations, but whatever. We don't want that. Oh, you guys, someday I have to show you all the drink tabs or drink. You know how I have the VIP wristband and I, I have, I swear to you, at least 20 to 25 of those little tabs because I did not drink every single drink on my wristbands and I'm going to show them to you at some point in time. Um I'll get them all together and show you all the drinks I did not drink, which is a travesty. That sounds like, you know, the team should have a party because there was a lot of drinks that weren't actually used that should have been used that, you know, that they the should allow us to donate. A party. I, I think we should start a, a hashtag throw Sharon a party. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she, yeah. <laughs> Her unused drink tabs. Okay. Go ahead. You were done, Luis. We just. <laughs> get sidetracked food and drink whatever yeah oh yeah we haven't even gone into food but that'll probably be happening soon Uh, (laughs) but you know true to what we usually do here on the show and because i think in the last one we didn't have any and i know that you guys have maybe one or two give me some of your glosses of gratitude that you've had um since the last one that we did probably like what two months ago all right well i guess i'll get started off uh first of all uh some of you may have seen the uh, the picture or the reel, but I want to give a big uh, galazo gratitude to former Sacramento Republic FC player, also former Phoenix Rising FC player, uh, I think uh, Oklahoma City Energy as well, and now uh, back home in northern or upstate New York, I should say, Mike DeFont. I, I was able to get a jersey from his uh, pro training uh, center up in upstate New York, and so far I love it. First of all, it's in 3X, which is always a big deal because y'all know I have been kvetching about Republic FC not carrying anything more than a 2X as far as jerseys go. And not only that, but being a fluffy 6'2 person, this kid actually has an extended bottom. So it goes past the belly. This This is something that can be tucked in, which I love. Because the Republic FC kits, if I raise my arms, you're seeing part of the belly yeah, coming out. Not so with this. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Mike DeFont, for this amazing kit, which I will be wearing uh, constantly. Uh, second Galazzo gratitude goes to the USL headquarters in Tampa for after two and a half months wait. I finally have this box waiting to be open. I have waited since this morning because the box appeared before my ride share did so i've had this thing sitting at my desk at work staring me in the face all day this uh, this thing is getting opened tonight so i'll go i'll go ahead and before my head explodes i'll go with sharon uh, with with her uh, glasses of gratitude man those were excellent so no more uh usl unsolved mystery tonight because the mystery will be solved of where's the box so uh, excellent. <laughs> so, you know, mine, mine is simple. Aside from Mark Briggs choosing Sacramento, you know, everybody, when you're, you know, when you're thinking that they like you and you're just waiting to find out for sure if they like you and then they choose you, you're like, oh, yeah. So besides that one, that aside, uh, yesterday, um, my neighborhood board, the Camden Neighborhood Association, held an event. We thought we were going to be able to escape the rain. It was pictures with Santa. We had train rides. We had cookie decorating. We had crafts. We had vendors. And we had us huddled under one 
easy up canopy that kept filling with water. We had to dump it out and then we'd all get wet. And it was, it rained. And the, those of us that were there that toughed it out, I just want to extend a huge, just dose of gratitude for all my board members, all the helpers, the students from Monterey Trail High School, the volunteers. We stuck it out for a little more than an hour. It was supposed to go for two. And you know what? We just couldn't, we were no match for these rainstorms that kept coming through and through and through and over and over. I'll post pictures soon. I'm exhausted. My car was full of wet sorry, um, wet stuff that I'm trying to get all dried out because, you know, when you do a thing in the rain, everything gets wet, right? But massive thank you to everybody who came and everybody who toughed it out. Man, I've got a tremendous board of volunteers that work with us and, and try to make these, make our neighborhood wonderful, make our community wonderful. So that's it, Luis. Well, yeah, I, I know what you went through. I mean, I was in SAC yesterday and I saw the rain and, you know, I, I can only imagine how, how bad it was for you. And luckily, you know, I was indoors watching the Kings play and uh, th- that was good. And uh, yeah, had it been a SAC Republic game, I think it would have probably been suspended with uh, how much it rained. So, <laughs> um, well, some of my gloves of gratitude. First one actually goes out to all the Kings organization because game days there are are such epic games and you know with this whole light the beam thing i mean jared could like clarify this too but i think they started to do this right there's like a new thing and it it almost like makes me think that maybe sac republic should start something as well right i'm not saying also a beam but you know start something like that because yesterday you know people have the chant already as the game was ending that was kind of the chant so like hey close the game out you know, um, make sure we get the win. And I feel like the players probably got some motivation out of it. And if we have something like that in Sac Republic, I think we could establish the same thing, especially in those games where, you know, we might just be winning by one goal and, you know, the nerves might be, you know, pretty high. Uh, Another one goes out to Mark Briggs. And, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself here with this one. But, you know, let's find out that he signed a new multi-year contract. So amazing. I believe he's living uh, in Folsom now, right? If I'm not mistaken. So he will be much closer to the team there. And, you know, I think it just goes to show the commitment that he has with the city and just how much he really loves coaching Sac Republic. Because let's be honest, I feel like he probably could have gone to a team at another league and maybe gotten paid a lot more. And the fact that he's staying around is, is just, you know, credit to, you know, what... He sees uh, that can be done in the city and, you know, he did a lot of great things this year and I just can't wait for next year and all the even more amazing things that he'll be doing. And then finally, another one goes out to our uh, merchandise department with Sac Republic because I actually opened my mystery box. And if anyone wants to watch that video, it's on our YouTube now. You can see all the different things that were in my box and I'm not going to spoil whose player's jersey was in there <laughs> but uh it, it was it was an interesting <laughs> one um you know I, I actually like it I have to say even though Sharon and Jared might laugh at me but <laughs> uh, it, it was it was a good jersey still I think but uh the team just packed so many amazing things and this is probably the best one I've ever gotten because the value of it was a lot more than what they say at least if we look at MSRP so go check out that video and you know the, unfortunately they're sold out even the regular mystery boxes that don't have the player jersey. So, 
you know, just get your mystery box in upcoming years early because they do sell out within like days, especially the the player one. So I think yours was hand curated. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) That is all I'm going to say. And it's supposed to be a mystery too, right? It's like, oh, I don't think that was such a mystery then (laughs) from their part. Not, not to me. Cool. Well, let's go ahead and talk about um, some of the club news in addition to Mark Briggs uh, being announced uh, as uh, signing a new multi-year contract this year. Looks like we have a lot of players coming back this season, which put a smile to our face because you never know who's actually going to be able to come back or who's going to get signed by another club, even if they have another year of contract. But looks like we got our legendary Roro coming back. Lee Desmond, which we know he was injured uh, towards the end of the season. So I'm sure he'll be uh, fully recovered for next. We got Malagrasa, also known as El Groves Mayor. Uh, I dubbed him that after that amazing goal that he scored. Uh, We got Nick Ross, the boss, Jacker, Dame Bialer, Zico Lewis, and Dougie Martinez. And also Rafa, Jaregui, and Mario Penagos are going to be coming back. And hopefully, you know, they get some more opportunities to play I know Mario, you know, was a bit rough when he came back after that loan. So what I say is if he's not going to get any more playing time, loan him out again. Or if it has to come down to it, then sell him. But loan him out again if he's not going to get that time that, you know, he, he could really use. And that, you know, he could really do a difference for another club. So that, thoughts on players returning first before we go on to the not so good news of the players leaving? So Sharon's happy about Danny Videolo. You know, of course, that one, that one's a, a fabulous news. Uh, glad we got to keep two of our four center backs or center back prospects, because I know Duke uh, was learning the system really, really well. Um, you know, sorry that Lee Desmond got injured last year because we didn't get to see him finish out and close out the season, you know, because he was in a, a bit of a boot, a cast kind of a thing. But he's going to be in good hands in fully recovering with uh, Katie and Luke. You know, we're hearing some good buzz about them, but I'm not going to spoil it because, you know, I'm, we'll see what happens. Um, the The rest of the squad, you know, uh, I, I'm happy with all of the re-signings. We're going to talk a little bit about the ones that we didn't hold on to because it kind of makes us sad. Hoping that we can get the best out of a couple of the players that didn't get a chance to really show us everything. So glad we still have Captain Rowe at the helm. You know, it's that's going to be lovely. And to actually have Lee Desmond back on the field with us, I think Connor Donovan is going to be happy to have some relief. Because if you remember, Lee was sneaky fast. Remember, we didn't realize how fast he was until he had to chase down, I forget which striker or five from other teams. It was like, oh, dude's got wheels. We didn't realize he was that that fast. Because, you know, typically, you know, uh, the center backs are not as speedy as, say, you know, your attacking midfielders or your wing backs like Jack Gurr. But you got a big guy like Lee, big tall guy like Lee chasing down a, a sprinter. And it's kind of like, hey, pretty cool. Liking that. I think we're going to have a really good front uh, line. We're missing a couple pieces, so it'll be interesting to see. Well, wait a minute. Sorry, we just signed Russell. So I know that we were going to talk about that in a second, but cat's out of the bag. It looks like we signed somebody who's going to be potentially a nine or, you know, whatever it is that the coach needs him to do. 
I'm looking forward to that because that improves our family atmosphere, uh, being as how he already knows Danny Vidiolo and Sabrina, his uh, wife. Oh, man, it's just so wonderful. And apparently Russell's girlfriend or fiance or whatever is good friends, like best friends with uh, Sabrina. So that's like great news. I think we're going to have really good support of these players with their mates, you know, because it's always nice to have the support behind the scenes. And I think we're going to still see a lot of that going forward and a lot of uh, togetherness between the squad and families and all of that. So looking forward to it. I do only wish that Mark Briggs had moved to Elk Grove, man. But Folsom seemed to be the the place. I know you're laughing, Jared, because, you know, you're a South Sac kind of guy and you know what it's like living south of the city. And also, Sharon, you're actually further south than I was. I mean, so I was in South Sac, but... but- you're not in South Sac, South Sac, like uh, nine five eight two four area. That that's my area. So so you're in a bit you're in a better area that, that I was in. But you know it's it is what it is. You know I, I think uh, Mark would have would have had a blast uh, down in Elk Grove as well. But uh, you know apparently he saw something with Folsom that uh, agreed with hey, him. It's, so Folsom's closer. Cl- Folsom's closer to Kevin Nagel up in El Dorado Hills. So. You know, it could have been a little bit of, you know, hey, we're going to have an evening meeting at Nagel's. It's kind of like, oh, well, all the coaching staff lives up the hill. So you might as well just go have that meeting at Nagel's uh, El Dorado Town Plaza, whatever it's called. Town Square. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Go to Palladio. Hey, as long as the beers are flowing, who cares? Well, um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the other players, too, because um, I, I was going to get to uh, like six players that the team actually exercised contract options with, which I believe they were under a one year contract, right, with the possibility to extend it. And yeah, Danny V is there, Carlos Saldana, Connor Donovan, uh, Freddy Souza, Keiko and Luther are the guys who um, they've oh. been able to do so. So we've you, you, me and Jared, we've talked about what. Faraday and Luther bring to the table. I mean, we know what the other guys that are solid, mm-hmm. you know, but, but seeing uh, Faraday come back, I think that's brilliant for us. I, you know, I hope to see him more on the pitch, you know, and then one wonders if he, you know, if he's a left side kind of guy or if he can play both sides or if he's just right-sided, I don't know, but uh, it sure was sweet seeing uh, the sign, you know, exercising the options on those guys really was, really was sweet. Anyhow. Yeah, they're both guys that play with joy, right? And we know they're really yeah. nice, like off the field too. And so it's it was great. It was great to see them coming back, especially because they didn't get that much playing time like others did, right? So you, you always want want those guys to get a chance. Uh, just like you know, we remember Malik, right? His first season, unfortunately, they had the injuries and all that. And you know, the second season last, I'm saying last year, it feels like last year already. This year uh, was a lot better and. Thankfully, not not as much injury moments as, as the previous one. But speaking of him, you know, we got to mention the players that unfortunately are not going to be coming back or and some that are kind of up in the air. Maybe they might, but who knows? Well, Danny Reynolds, we didn't even see him on the pitch ever, right? Unfortunately for the guy, he got injured and then it seemed like the team resigned him, right? And then he got injured again or he was already injured and... It just never really worked out for him. And it's always a shame with those guys because we don't know what they could have brought to the table for the team. And then Emil Cuello, which is a surprise to a lot of us too, right? Because 
he was a guy that I think had the talent there, but unfortunately, towards the end of the season, we didn't really see him anymore. Um, so he's also out. Um, and then the Sean Brown, we don't know where he's going. We don't know his situation. But we do know Malik Foster is actually going to be playing for the switchbacks, which I still can't believe it. I initially thought he's going to be playing in MLS. That's why, you know, he's not going to come back. But to see him still playing in the USL, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed on what happened there. Uh, and then Dan Casey, big shocker. Again, we don't know what the situation will be, but he's, he's in the list. Another player is also Duke Lacroix, which at this point, we don't know where he'll be headed either. So, you know, who knows? Who knows what will happen there? And then Luis Felipe, another one that is up in the air. We're certainly hoping that they do all that they can to keep him, but we'll see what happens. And then one that I was actually happy about, <laughs> uh, I, I just have to say, it, Josh Bauer uh, going back to Nashville. Granted, he was on loan already, so he wasn't a part of the team uh, officially, as in, you know, actually owned by the team. So that, that was kind of to be expected that he would. And I know I know you two might not agree with me, but, you know, I wasn't too much of a fan about, you know, having Josh on the squad and the mistakes he made. And yeah. Nothing personal. I just, I just didn't like his style of play. Well, he wasn't exactly uh, Bobby Shuttleworth, but uh, you know, he's there. There was room for improvement. You know, he certainly tried his best, but uh, you know, we'll just see how he go- how he goes. Uh, you know, back in Nashville, and then also uh, uh, speaking, uh, an old name that we're familiar with, Drew Gunders. Turns out he signed on with the Colorado Springs Republicans FC. I mean, I mean switchbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I loved your meme. You know, any team that picks up more than one of our former players actually has to put a little Republic logo somewhere in their brand. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, they came from us. Yeah, they're doing well with you and they came from us. Mitch, you know, um, uh, Shannon Gomez. I mean, we've got all, all these guys all over the place and it just makes us happy to see them doing well for another club. But even though we would prefer that they were with us doing all the good stuff, but whatever, you know, <laughs> they're doing good. And it, it just means the club is doing something good. If you have so many clubs uh, uh, trying to imitate us, Reno, Oakland, San Antonio, now Colorado Springs. I mean, we're doing something right. That's, I mean, that's, that's the best I can put it. Now, Monterey could also join the list, right? All they need is one more, right? Because we already have Officer Rafi there. So <laughs> that's right. They, they couldn't. It's on them, too. And actually, Colorado Springs was actually Colorado Springs Republic this season already, right? Mr. Swivelhead right. and KB. So they. Yeah, Mr. Swivelhead. Thank you. Because that apparently was the downfall of the U.S. men's national team, is we didn't have our Swivelhead on. Sounds like maybe he should have gotten a call up <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um, well, no, maybe it was Australia. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah, Australia too. Yeah, they could have done better. Or maybe it was Korea. Sorry, South Korea. Yeah. Oh, yo, that was rough. <laughs> Is that um, the sound of getting spanked, Jared? Did you? Was that the sound of Brazil spanking South South Korea? No. Yeah, I think yeah, South Korea. Tough. I think South Korea forgot the safe word. we're gonna get to world cup stuff here in a minute but oh my gosh so true 
So yeah, so th those are um, the players. That's the player news that we have there. Uh, the team will be announcing more roster moves though for this upcoming season, and we should hopefully be fine now. Maybe by the end of the year, uh, but I'm assuming we're probably going to get two to three more signings is what I would guess because we're going to see a lot of the same guys coming back. So we'll see. We'll see who who happens to stop by. The team's also going to do open tryouts as they always do each year. And those are actually going to take place uh, January 14th and the 15th. I haven't heard of a location yet. I don't know if either of you have, but those are the... Bartholomew dates. Sports Park. Um you know, named after Brett Bartholomew's daddy. Oh, okay. Uh, I was yeah. going to say, I recognize that name. Okay. You should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of my best friends, Brett Bartholomew. Uh, his, his family has a long history here in the area. And there are two parks in Elk Grove named after Bartholomew. Anyhow, so I think it was 15th and 16th. Is okay. it the 14th and 15th or 15th and 16th? Well, uh, 14 and 15, according to the their news page. On oh, well, if the it's on their news page, then that's right. But you have to register. You can't just show up. You got to register. Yeah. Psychrepublicfc.com slash tryouts, um, which is is good. It seems like a blast. I mean, just to go and, you know, try out. You never know, right? I mean, there's been some guys that have been picked up, right? They always guarantee that one will join the team for the training camp and potentially compete for a pro contract, which is so amazing, right? Because it, it gives players a pathway and granted it's just one, but... Who knows, right? It could be more than one, right? If there's more than one standout, it could, right? I mean, I don't know if they just limit it really to, to one, but are you really going to limit to one if there's like maybe two guys that are like, you know, pretty good as well that could, you know, be in the academy at least for the meantime? All right. So moving on uh, to some more USL news. Jared, you know, tell us what, what other things have been going on since, you know, our last pod that, you know, stand out here in the USL in general. All right. So uh, longtime listeners of the podcast will recognize that 2022 was the last year of having MLS two clubs in the USL championship. There's been some news. Um, first of all, going to uh, New York City, Queensboro FC, they were slated to begin play in the USL championship in 2023. However, the plot of land that they had set up for their stadium has now been bought out by NYCFC. And that's leading to a lot of rumors that uh, Queensboro FC, which is already operating in USL League uh, one or two, one of the two leagues, as well as a women's club, um, they they may not uh, get, get their USL championship uh, club uh, on the pitch. More than likely, that that part of the club is folded already. And once again, it's just rumors. Uh, nothing official has come out as of yet, but it's heavily leaning towards that way. Uh, going to Oklahoma City, uh, we'd seen that this past September that uh, Oklahoma City uh, Energy FC had renewed their lease with Taft Stadium with OKC uh, Public Schools. However, there has now been a statement from the club stating that because the USL is enforcing the size dimensions, which they've previously been exempt from, they're now pu putting off uh, returning to the USL championship until the new maps for stadium project uh, is due to open in 2026, which is going to be around the same time as the world cup. So the major uh, issue is apparently, even though they've had a year, there is supposedly no soccer stadium within the Oklahoma city Metro, which apparently would also include the university of Oklahoma down in Norman. 
there's no suitable field in, in the area. And having gone to uh, Taft Stadium uh, personally multiple times, the sidelines are very narrow uh, for the players. So I could definitely see where the size is an issue. That is a stadium that's used by uh, local high schools for football and other events. So it's really tight for them. Uh, some good news as far as uh, some of these teams go. Uh, the local team to me, Phoenix Rising FC, uh, recently had uh, Phoenix City Council approve a new stadium to be built on top of the former Phoenix Greyhound Park at 38th Street in Washington. Uh, basically, they're just going to, just like they did before, disassemble their pop-up stadium and then have it put up on that same property. Uh, big benefits on this is there's already covered parking because they have a, a swap meet in that same uh, parcel of land. So parking is sorted. Also, you have a light rail station right there at 38th Street in Washington across from Gateway Community College. So you got easy transit there, the light rail, as well as the uh, number 32 bus, uh, which serves 32nd Street and goes down to University, as well as the number one bus that goes down Washington Street. So this is perfect. And the fact that they're finally playing in Phoenix for the first time ever, which even includes their Phoenix Wolves FC days prior to 2014. So they are truly going to be Phoenix Rising FC. So that means I'm going to have to figure out a whole new line of memes for, for these folks now. So thanks a lot, Mayor Kate Gallego. You ruined my memes. <laughs> I, got, I got one for you. I think U-Haul should start sponsoring them because they've been moving around so much that that would be good. Or they could also change the name of the team to U-Haul Rising. Oh, they, and funny thing you mentioned that, U-Haul is actually headquartered here in Phoenix. So that explains everything. Now I see why they move around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, you should start a campaign. That would be just incredible if they picked up U-Haul as a sponsor, like a major sponsor, as kind of like initially a joke. And then it's like, yeah, no, we'll take the money. Exactly. I mean, it's it, it's, it's it's kind of perfect for them, uh, especially with the, the fact that now they're starting to get more money flow in with their recent uh, multi-million dollar investor, uh, Vincere Capital. Uh, who, who is based in nearby Scottsdale. So now maybe for those that still need to utilize the pub to pitch shuttle, maybe they can go back to the full on uh, charter buses again, instead of the itty bitty party buses. <laughs> but don't the party buses have stripper poles in them? Never mind. Um, so, and <laughs> and, and I'm ashamed to know this, but there is a, Gentlemen's Club, just a few blocks away, I and mean, it's or so or so I hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they're moving there. Okay, that ex- they they were but moving to be in Phoenix. They, there was other things going but on. With them. <laughs> but y'all didn't hear that from me. So, <laughs> <laughs> wait, was so that you? No, that was someone else. So. Yeah, somebody else. It was just rumors. Um. So, speaking of field sizes, what are the fields that are like? playing on on ball fields that we still hate the size of the fields because they're they're tiny and oh gosh is Las Vegas still on a baseball Cashman diamond? field yeah uh well yes and no uh oh. because the property is a baseball stadium yes but uh they actually released a video celebrating that they were no longer 
technically a baseball stadium when they had sawed off the foul poles in the outfield. Now, granted, they still have the dugouts and some of the seatbacks still make mention of the Las Vegas 51s. In fact, even the concession, the, the concession area still has signs mentioning aliens and everything like that. So, but you don't have the, the baseball infield anymore. But I do agree. Las Vegas's field is very, very tiny. Their camera feeds look like something uh, from KRBK back back in the day. So, so my yeah. my question is, if the if the rules were just passed for um, field size and it it flunked in uh, for OKC or whatever they are, um, wouldn't that apply to existing? clubs also if it's going to be enforced because that's why we couldn't play continue to play at Hughes Stadium is because it was actually not even well let's just say it was tiny and everybody knew it and you know every club had to alter their uh their style of play because they were it's it was almost like playing indoor soccer you know so not really but you know it was that small it was small so yeah yeah, OKC Energy uh, was sort of grandfathered into it, but then again, they uh, went on hiatus for the 2022 season because they still had to renovate Taft Stadium. Uh, but as far as other clubs, you know, you still have, um, you know, Las Vegas Lights are still playing at Cashman Field, which, you know, has its size issues. Uh, you still have El Paso playing at Southwestern uh, Park with the where they have the uh, El Paso Chihuahuas. Uh, Yes, that is a, ma- a minor league <laughs> baseball team. Uh, New Mexico, you still have them playing at Isotopes Park, but I think they're trying to get a soccer field going on. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's any other Western Conference teams that are playing on baseball fields. That might just be the outliers, as far as I know. The ones that are remaining in the in the Western Conference, because there may have been some two teams that, we're playing mm-hmm. on on baseball diamonds because you know they couldn't find anywhere else. So okay, so the rule does not apply to those that have been grandfathered. Darn it, because it would have been real super to see it be. I hate to say it, retroactive. You know, it's. I think every club should do their best to try to get a soccer specific field or at least a field that meets the dimensions that are required. Not even the minimum. I mean, the minimum dimensions. It's so small. It's. Like when we played at Las Positas, uh, Luis, do you remember how tiny that field was at Las Positas when we went and played Oakland Roots? It was, I thought we were playing, anyhow, on yeah. the J, JV, Var, you know, Varsity High School field because it was that small. But I Oh, yeah. That's how, it, that's how it looked like, 100%. Yeah. And it was at a college, right? It's like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even then, Oakland uh, Roots are, are, work, are working to get a field of their own. Uh, so that way they can host uh, not only the uh, Roots, but also Oakland Soul and uh, the uh, Project 510 as well. So at least they're working on getting a bigger field, uh, bigger than uh, Laney College. Yeah. Uh, so that way they can move away from Blue's Clues Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Help us uh, with our eyesight because that, that Blue's Clues pitch is not good for the eyes. <laughs> that's so funny. Stop. Okay, so that sounds like a good wrap on the USL news around the world. Let's go ahead and move on now to some World Cup news. And for anyone who didn't watch the live show in regards to our contest, this is the standings before counting the championship points if they end up being counted. 
Sharon has 16 points. Jared has 12. And I have 11. If y'all recall, if we guess the right champion, you get a bonus five points. And just to recap, Sharon said Argentina. Jared said Croatia. I said Brazil. Three teams that are still alive that will be playing in the quarterfinals. And basically, if Jared gets his win, he'll win it by one point. If I get the win, Sharon and myself actually tie, and we didn't establish tie-breaking rules, so I guess the whole competition will be voided. <laughs> oh, unless no. we decide something, or... Yeah, that's... <laughs> we'll have to find some way to do virtual penalty kicks or something like that. Oh, yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds pretty fun. Uh, but like I said, the three teams are still alive, and we'll see what happens, but Croatia will be playing Brazil, Jared against I. So one of our teams will be out. One of us will be without hope of being able to <laughs> be in first place. While uh, Sharon's Argentina will be playing the Netherlands. And the winner of both games will be actually facing off in the semifinals. So should be uh, an interesting one. Unless, of course, you know, it's the Netherlands, then it'll just be one of us against a team that no one picked. But. But Who knows? Dude, we'll, we'll let me gloat for a little while of holding the lead <laughs> going into the home stretch. You know, I just, you know, you're like making all this, like all these weirdo. Pre- I need to spend a little time like <laughs> saying how wonderful it is that Jared and I are on top and you are trailing. Luis, <laughs> you're trailing, which gives me great pleasure to say. Can you say it with me, Jared, on the count of three? One, two, three. You're trailing. You're trailing. <laughs> oh, I heard it echo too. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad to not be in last place this time. I I don't have to eat the hot pepper. <laughs> well, I, I, see, I'm I'm just glad that Connor didn't actually end up saying anything in that one episode. So we never established the a last right? place uh, thing. So thank you, Connor, for either staying quiet because maybe you didn't want to have a redo of that or you didn't want to risk actually doing it again and you know i don't think connor's listening anymore so we can say connor 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 we can make music i just don't think he listens anymore which is making me feel lonely you know because we we surely enjoyed having a little connor on you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it it should be interesting yeah i mean i i gotta hand it to you sharon i mean you got a lot of points uh, on this one and you know on top of that Group H, you did not get any points at all. Like you, you could have already won this whole thing had Uruguay gotten that one goal to qualify. You could have won it too because you said Uruguay Ghana for uh, Group H, and so you just one goal away would have just given you the title without us having to wait for what happened. That was a nail biter. That group was a nail biter ending. I mean, it literally was uh, just one of the most amazing last groups you know to go through oh man what a nail biter that was oh yeah it was quite intense too i mean the uruguay players were trying to beat up the referee at the end uh earlier i just saw a picture of edison cabani actually um hitting the var screen and actually like making the screen fall okay. i don't know if the screen cracked or up but i was like whoa i've never seen a player like punch the var screen was it the VR screen or was it the side of the uh, booth, uh, not booth, the um, uh, dugout, you know, because they're in the protective plastic. I thought he hit the mm-hmm. side of that and it 
it broke. I thought it was that. Oh no, it was a screen. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was from, a from what from what they the caption said on the picture. Yeah. And okay. and you could see the screen down and I'm oh, like, okay. Whoa, that's that's intense. And that could be a heavy fine sanction. I mean, that's that's something else too. So <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Okay. Cool. So that's our competition right there. And in addition to those two games that I mentioned, those two games will be on Friday. 7 a.m., 11 a.m. They're keeping us on a pretty good schedule, right? No more 2 a.m., 5 a.m. games, which should have never been a thing. It was horrible having to <laughs> wake up that early. Well, um, if you think about it, though, Luis, when the game, when the fi- when the second game today was going on, it was almost like 10, 10 o'clock in Qatar. So mm. uh, today's Brazil match was late, late at night there. Mm. So if they tried to play them any earlier to make it easier on us or whatever i don't know later it would be uh it just would have been weird oh yeah how else they could have done it you know except for having more stadiums and having more games that you'd have to find the channel to watch Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, it it, it was a bit tough but i'm glad that at least primetime games are at a pretty good time for us too. The final will be at seven in the morning too, so it's it's not not too bad. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, England France is the game on Saturday, eleven in the morning. Should be a really good one, maybe game of the World Cup potentially there. And then Seriously. before that, seven in the morning. We don't know quite yet as of this recording, but Morocco Spain against either Portugal or Switzerland. One would assume Spain, Portugal, Cristiano against Spain, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. There might be a surprise, and, and if there isn't, then this isn't the World Cup. There was no dark horse, I think. The, the one match I'm looking forward to is definitely got to be England, France. The Rumble in the Channel. Totally true. I'll tell you, England. The fans. I've been watching some clips from the different uh, fan fests that they've been. That's not what they called them over there, but whatever. And. A, it's nuts. That whole country is nuts. They're all, they all know the song or the chant, you know, bring it home. And they, that's one thing that we are missing at Republic is a, a branded song, you know, mm. like Liverpool has, you'll never walk alone. And now that's being sung repeatedly everywhere. Um, Sweet Caroline, you know, that's mm. a, a song that's, that's uh, England is, is using. Uh, I, I would love to see that. For the Republic, you know, Luis, you were saying something about light the beam, um, something similar, some kind of thing that we can all hang our hat on. Because let's face it, the Tower Bridge Battalion, that's a supporters group. They don't come up with that stuff. It literally has to be something that the the team does, you know, that they put their heads mm-hmm. together and come up with something that everybody can get behind that it's, you know, whatever. But that being said, England and France. On Saturday, yeah, don't go anywhere. You got to watch that match. You know, I'm going to make sure my calendar after my trash cleanup is clear so that I can I can take a, a look at that. It's going to be a fabulous match. I'm rooting for England. I know France wants to repeat, but I'm I'm rooting for England. Same here. I'm rooting for them too. I I, I just I, I don't want uh, Mbappé to actually keep moving and uh, and don't let them repeat. Right? It's like, come on, let's let another country get the World Cup. Like. Don't let it stay. And we haven't really had that many back-to-back champions right in the history of the World Cup. I think, Jared, you were looking at that, right? We got to be drinking tea, and everybody has to commit to a full English breakfast that morning. Yeah. 
Old English breakfast. Mm. Sounds good, huh? Yes. Just makes me wish the Codfather was still around here in Phoenix. They had the best uh, cod and mm. chips. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it depends. It could be breakfast or it could be lunch, right? It's going to be 11 a.m. So you oh, can kind of choose, true. right? Yeah. I'd still, I'd still do chips. breakfast. <laughs> it's definitely br- brunch material right there. Yeah. Fox and Goose. Oh, man, I miss that place, too. <laughs> oh, we got to food. We went there. Yeah. We dove in. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to. We got, we got to the food part of our show, which always it's, happens. It's a mandatory staple. We got to mention food somewhere in there. <laughs> and it was unplanned. I know I mentioned it earlier, right? We'll probably talk about it later. And it just came up. <laughs> uh, all because these games have to be during breakfast time. And all I could think of is food. <laughs> So I still have to give a shout out to After the Whistle with um, Brendan Hunt and Rebecca Lowe, because mm-hmm. they've had some excellent guests on. They recently had um, uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays uh, Roy Kent oh. on Ted Lasso. They had <laughs> him on the pod, and apparently <laughs> it was so good, it made Rebecca tear up laughing so hard. So, um, yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to to that particular podcast. I've listened to a few episodes. I'm not 100% caught up. I think I'm behind one and a half. But if you get, if you need something to listen to, that's a good one. Anything, anything with Rebecca Lowe is going to be funny because the people that she surrounds herself with have a tendency to find a way to needle her so that she goes off track. And that's what you want a podcast host to do somebody who's always so composed you want them to get off track a wee bit right Mm. that was that's always been my job with the two of you (laughs) william land has has stolen my thunder and he made jared go off the rails (laughs) on the last live show that we shall never ever ever in our lives forget that you know my my job was stolen you know let's face it (laughs) so so you're so you're saying I need to have a laugh off with Rebecca Lowe then? Yeah, <laughs> I would love uh, to see it. I would love to see a laugh off with Rebecca Lowe. I would love to get her on the, on the thing because it'd be like if I could find some piece of something about her husband, you know, about Johnny or anybody. I mean, I would just ah, uh, I would love to get her and you going. <laughs> All right, that, Rebecca. Rebecca, if you're listening, which I hope you are, you know, let's get it set up. We we need to have a laugh off, you know, whether our podcast or yours, let's get it done. Let's get her done. <laughs> we'll have to figure out what, what the joke will be, right? Because it's got to be for both, right? I mean, got to get familiarized with those English jokes, Jared. <laughs> I, I, I got some uh, folks across the pond. I could probably think of something. Hey, bring up Crystal Palace. Anything on Crystal Palace? Um, you know, I, I think we can. Uh, I think we can go there. Uh, and the fact that her son—I was just watching on social media. Her son loves Harry Kane, and it's kind of like, okay, he's the older guy, and uh, her son is absolutely little. Little Teddy is sold on Harry Kane. I think it's time for the moment that. We've all kind of been waiting for it for a while because Jared has no idea what's inside the USL box that was delayed quite a bit, but it's supposed to be, correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, 
Well, you said two hundred dollars. Yeah, according to to the okay. uh, rules list, it's supposed to be an approximate retail value of two hundred dollars. And this thing has been taking two and a half months to to go from Tampa to basically Phoenix. And they, but I will say, actually getting it in the mail was quick. They put it in the mailbox this past Friday, and I got it this morning. Basically, I decided I was going to do ride share to work today. So just a little bit before 7 a.m. local time, 6 a.m. California time, I go out, wait for my uh, ride share because it was due to arrive in about three minutes. Here I see the U.S. Postal Service van parked in front of my neighbors next door. So I figured, oh, okay, well, they probably got something. And then here comes the uh, mailman actually crossing over to our property, you know, asking if I live here. It's like, yeah, I'm Jared, and hands me the box. And I feel it's like, it's kind of light. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if there's, it feels like there might be clothing in there. I, I don't know. I was getting ready to go, you know, go back inside to put it in the house. But then here goes my ride share. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. Let me just take the box with me to work. And so it's sitting there at my desk, staring at me in the face from behind the monitors, begging to be opened or unboxed at work during my lunch. But I said, no, I, I got to wait. I got to exercise patience. Wait till we get home. Let's do it during the podcast. Because you need the drum roll and I can hear, I can hear the drum roll starting and Luis has cued the drum roll. Yeah, I could hear it too. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's not an empty box. You said it was kind of light. And I was like, oh, they better not be playing jokes because it took a while. <laughs> no, they, they, they're, there's something in here. So without Open further ado. Open the box. Oh, it's, that's light beam. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Let's see what we got in here. Sound of box. Hey. Open. Yeah, I was gonna okay, speed it so up to I have, oh, have a USL League hat. So Ooh. it's got both the main league logo, championship, league two, and league one. And it's uh, actually uh, from New Era. So it's Ooh, a nice. Velcro back. Okay, so there's that. Black. Yep, uh, bl- a black hat. And that yeah, looks like on sick. Oh God, no. That would be the, yeah. Speak but. speaking of recent transactions. Hang on, let me see. Oh. Uh-oh. It's the Oh no, no, that's that's what Duke oh that's what Duke designed. Yeah, the dream and color scarf. That's the one that Duke LaCroix designed. I mean, I I kind of wanted to, to get it, but now the fact that Duke is <sighs> no longer with Republic FC, that's that that's kind of a, a Christian Pulisic uh, kind of move, you know. Yeah. Bing. And a USL stress ball, because Lord knows they stressed me out. Oh, they did with the two months waiting. <laughs> and that is it. Okay. Wait, that's $200? I know, right? <laughs> two, two, two and a half months, and it's a hat, a scarf, and a stress ball. I'm not sure how that totals $200, but... It doesn't. It totally doesn't. That's not true. No. Uh, unless that had a sign by like Cristiano or Messi. I don't think that. It would uh, <laughs> no, it is not signed by anybody. Um, is there anything paper in there like a certificate to a game or? 
Anything like that? Oh, you're shaking oh. the box. Okay, so that is it. All right. This, uh Hey, thanks, USL, but I'll tell you, that scarf is worth every heart, you know, just knowing who was behind all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I, it's def- definitely good. I mean, I'll definitely be hang- hanging it up. I mean, it's uh, <sighs> sucks uh, given the fact that uh, the one that created it for you know, is no longer with us, but it's technically still a scarf I, I wanted to get. So I just... Kind of wish I got it uh, when he was still on the team. You know, there's hope. I don't know. I think that there may be hope that he's floating around and who knows, maybe we'll bring him back somehow. I don't know. I hope all that. I I held out hope for Malik as well. And the next thing you know, he's signed by Colorado. It's like a darn it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm more of the pessimistic one, right? That I'm like, I, I don't think any of those guys that we mentioned would come back because I feel like at that point the team would have already like done whatever possible to get them re-signed. Um, again, re-hyphenated signed. <laughs> and, you know, the fact that they haven't yet just makes me wonder that it's either on the team or the player, right? Like it could be like Luis Felipe might be like, you know, I want to explore other options, which is fair, right? Because we did say we're going to have some players that will be, you know, going to other clubs. And I don't think I mentioned Tiago, right? One of our academy guys, he he was in a couple of games moving on to New England Revolution. So, you know, joining Hayden in MLS, which is really cool, right? Seeing our academy guys make the move. But yeah, we'll see. Well, fair enough. Thank you for unboxing that. Jared, uh, right in front of us, and you know, as as you narrated it, that was perfect. And the stress ball, which interestingly enough, the stress balls are thrown out for free at Sac Republic matches. So, you know, we but all. Th- but, but this is a league branded stress ball. <laughs> you know what I did with the MLS Sac Sac Republic? You know, the ones that they handed out for us going to MLS. That ended mm-hmm. up becoming a cat toy. No, you guys are going to die. And I left it out on the back lawn, right? And the next day, it had been shredded. And it wasn't by a lawnmower. It literally got shredded by some critter that came through at night and either was playing with it or whatever. But it was like, oh, well, so much for that one. Now that I think of it, I do have a good use uh, for, for the USL hat. Uh, some, some folks might be aware of the Rob Blow meme about wearing a NFL branded hat to, to a team, uh, to a game because he wasn't really sure which team to go for. That's going to be something I'll wear tomorrow to show impartiality for, for the live town hall. (laughs) Oh, I would love to have a hat like that for tomorrow because I have no gear. Absolutely zero gear. The only thing I have will be the receipt for my Sacramento or California Storm um, season ticket. Yeah, and and I've got the uh, California Storm scarf already up on the wall. Maybe I'll just wear my Manchester United sweatshirt tomorrow. No. I'm kidding. I'm not going to wear the Manchester United. Okay. And I got jerseys and scarves, so I, I do have both. But nothing for Stockton Cargo, which, you know, I think, you know, we, we have an excuse there because they don't have their merch store set up yet, so... I will be sporting Academica, Calstorm, but Stockton Cargo will be there. It's just, I just don't have merchandise, so that's my excuse. All right. <laughs> well, Sharon, Jared, thank you so much uh, for being on the show tonight. And as always, thank you so much to everyone for listening to us. And 
We'll see you in the future when we get more news on another podcast or potentially an interview on a podcast as well. So have a great night, everyone. Cue the music. Um, oh gosh, my phone. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. We need a blooper. So. <laughs> <laughs>